Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. Kaiser Roosevelt, Warren anti-gravity belt, dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars, or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian, an astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth! Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth! Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth! But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Braintree, Massachusetts, this is The Big Fib. And now, 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 oh now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the cognitive consciousness of truth and the frozen brain fog of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for live in-studio audience. What was that, Lisa? Oh, uh, pardon me. I uh, played the wrong file. Just a minute here. Oh, okay. Uh, wrong again. Uh, huh. My search function must not be working. Let's see if I can just adjust a few things here. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, that should do it. I'm trying to play the listener question. Let's uh, let's try that. Oh, stop. Oh, no, make it no. stop. No, 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 please. No, no. Okay, I'm just going to make one more adjustment, and then I should be able to play a listener question. Fingers crossed. Hi, Lisa. Why shouldn't we eat Play-Doh? Why shouldn't we eat Play-Doh? Who said we shouldn't eat Play-Doh? Listener, you clearly got some bad information. We absolutely should eat Play-Doh because it's delicious and also because we can poop it out in different shapes. Oh, no, 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 Lisa. That's actually not a good idea for humans. Once we eat something, we use the best parts as nutrients and all that's left is, well, waste. So nothing that um, comes out the other end is really usable. Oh, That does sound like a waste. Yeah, exactly. And also, eating Play-Doh could cause a bit of a tummy ache, so I definitely would encourage our listeners to play with Play-Doh, but please do not eat Play-Doh. Well, just one more reason why being a robot rules. Um, sure. And uh, speaking of rules, I'd love to hear you share the rules of our game with our listeners. Sure, let me just get one more bite. Oh, so good. I can't believe you guys can't eat this stuff. Okay, so uh, every week we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other is a liar. It's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, but they can't eat Play-Doh while they're doing it, as we just learned. But see, Deborah, what are we lying about today? We are lying about brains, the part of the nervous system that controls the body's functions. And we're going to learn all about brains with our contestant today. Who might that be? Lisa. Our human child contestant is an 11-year-old self-identified drama queen who likes to organize Makayla Avila. Hi, Makayla. How are you? Good. I'm so glad. So you call yourself a drama queen? Why is that? Well, like, if I don't want to clean up or, like, if we have to read history or science and I'm, like, in the middle of, like, coloring or something. So you react a certain way that makes you a drama queen? Yeah. Like you'll just suddenly put on a play? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, what does that mean? So what does that sound like? Like, no, no, why? 
I hate reading. I want a color. Wow. Oh, my. Yes, there's a lot of drama behind that. Very good. I like it. And also, you like to organize. What do you organize? Mostly my room or my desk at school. Mm -hmm. Very good. So you are an organizer and maybe other things too, but we are going to find out by playing our game, Two Truths and a Lie. Ooh, I like that game. Yeah, me too. Hopefully Michaela does too, because she's about to tell us three things about herself. One will be a lie, but two will be true, and we have to figure out which is which. So in no particular order, Michaela, please tell us your two truths and one lie. I'm learning four languages. I played the violin in our local children's theater production of Fiddler on the Roof. And I've watched all six seasons and 180 episodes of I Love Lucy. Oh, well, I love I Love Lucy. I hope that's true. I don't know. What do you think, Lisa? This one is a tough one, but Deborah, luckily you're dealing with an expert here. Lucky for me, yeah. Yes. Okay, so... Let's go through these systematically. Mm. Claim she's watched all six seasons and all 180 episodes of I Love Lucy. Mm. That means there would be 30 episodes in a season. Interesting. Claim she played the violin in our local children's theater production. I don't remember putting on a local children's theater production. (laughs) So that's interesting. And she claims she's learning four languages. Hmm. And remember earlier, we said that thing that there were 30 episodes. And I know that Lucy's husband, Ricky, spoke Spanish, and that's Mm -hmm. a language. It is. So if you take two languages times four languages she claims she can speak or is learning, that's eight times six seasons. That's six times eight, that's 48. Therefore, that equals seven. And the violin is the lie. Thank you. Very confusing and strange logic, but we're going to go with it. That's what he thinks. All right, Michaela, which one of those things is actually a lie? Lisa got it right. I told you. It's just math, Deborah. You don't play the violin. Oh, my gosh. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you are learning four languages. Which languages are you learning? I'm learning French, and I'm learning Spanish, and Hebrew, and Latin. Wow. Not counting English. Not counting English, right, because you pretty much know that. Yeah, she's doing good on English. Yeah, I think so. She's doing well, even. Okay, well, you didn't fool Lisa, but probably not for the right reasons. So we're going to get right into it and learn about the brain. You are familiar with the brain, Michaela? Do you know much about it? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, well, we're all going to learn a lot about the brain, I think, now, but we can't do it without our experts. So, Lisa, can you please play some welcome music for our brains experts? It's amusing that humans have brains. They're real squishy and kind of slimy. (laughs) Robots don't have brains and maybe that's why we're better. Or maybe it's just because we have beautiful voices. (laughs) Yeah, come on in. (laughs) Okay, our first expert is Daniel Toker. Daniel, please introduce yourself to Mikaela. Hi, Mikaela. I am Dr. Daniel Toker. I am a brain scientist at UCLA, where I research coma and anesthesia. Okay, 
Thank you very much. Our next expert is Davina LaJoy. Davina, please introduce yourself to Michaela. Hi, I'm Dr. Davina LaJoy. I'm a cognitive psychologist and I focus on memory and I'm currently studying Alzheimer's. Thank you very much. Doesn't take much auditory processing to know what that sound means. Uh, it doesn't. Nope. That's because I'm transmitting the cool and clear signals of hot seat time. That is correct. It's hot seat time. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Michaela's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Daniel Tiger, because I nope. love one. Toker. Oh, Toker. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Daniel Tiger. and I, You got excited. Well, I think he should still go first because I love Daniel Tiger. And he goes, <laughs> aga maga. I love it. <laughs> okay. okay. Michaela, what is your first question for Daniel? How did you get into this field and what kind of training did you have to go through? I first got into this field because I learned in 10th grade anatomy that All of our experiences are generated from the cells in our brain. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. And the training I had to go through was working in a neuroscience laboratory during college. And after that, getting my PhD in neuroscience. That's a lot of training. Very good. Okay, the next question, you get to decide, Michaela. Go ahead. This is for Davina LaJoy. I heard that humans only use about 10% of our brains. What can humans do to keep our brains sharp and in good shape? Well, that's actually a really common myth that we only use 10% of our brains because in actuality, we use all of our brains and different areas of the brain are used for different functions. But what we could do to keep our brains sharp and in good shape, there's a bunch of different stuff. There are some really important things like a good diet, sleeping enough, exercising, being social, interacting with other people. And it's always good to challenge the brain by doing things like learning languages, actually. So you're in good shape with that. (laughs) And new skills like learning a musical instrument or doing puzzles. Keeping the brain really active is good for brain health. Very good. This is also for Davina. I also read that our brains are most creative when we're tired. Mm. Can you explain why this is and how a person can tap into sleepy creativity? Hmm. Sleepy creativity. First of all, it's really important that you sleep enough for a healthy brain. So I would say, first of all, to anyone listening, sleep. Mm. No, not you and not right now, Lisa. (laughs) Wait, some of them are driving. If you're driving, don't sleep, okay? Definitely. And not when you're on the show either. So wake up, Lisa. Yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Sure. But then I think also there's something that happens when the mind is resting or sleeping where the unconscious mind can do more problem solving. So instead of using the conscious mind to solve problems and figure things out when you're resting or sleeping, sometimes the unconscious brain can begin to take on those problems in a different way. So you can solve problems even when you're sleeping or resting. Okay. Thank you. Okay. This is for Daniel. Can you explain what the difference between an introvert and an extrovert brain is? Yeah, so it's maybe not so clear what's going on in the brain, but the way we define this psychologically is how you feel energized. So an introvert isn't necessarily someone who 
doesn't like to be around people, but they feel energized by being alone, whereas an extrovert might feel more energized when they are in a bigger group of people. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. So this is for both of you. What is something about the brain that most people probably don't know? I've got to think about it. I yield for a moment. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's fair. I could go first. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a fact that many people don't know uh, that's more related to my own research, which I find very cool, which is that whenever we are unconscious, if that's from very deep sleep or from anesthesia or from being in a coma, our brain activity actually gets bigger, not smaller. So if you were to look at someone's brain waves using a device called EEG or electroencephalography, you'll see our brain waves start to get really, really big whenever we are unconscious. And we actually don't fully understand why. Huh. Wow, that is cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, unsurprising. <laughs> Deborah, do you know? I don't. No, I have no idea. No. Okay. Well, it sounds like we're stumped on this. <laughs> we are. Yes. And I would say one of the coolest things about the brain is that the surface of the brain is wrinkled, which, you know, we can see in photographs and images. And it's wrinkled because the surface area is increased if there are wrinkles rather than a flat surface. And the surface area increasing in the brain gives it more space to hold memories and information. So it's the wrinkles in the brain that allow us to retain more information. If we had smooth brains, we would be able to actually not hold a lot of information in the Mm. brain. So we should stop ironing our brains. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Absolutely. Do not iron. Do not iron. (laughs) Very good. Those were excellent questions, Michaela. Well done. Hope you got some good information from all of that. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling, and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. 
Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Mikayla will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, wake up from your resting states and answer quickly. All right, Mikayla, let's start with Daniel, and you can ask your Shorts on Fire questions... Now, what is the brain mostly made of? Water and fat. Who has more brain cells, people or elephants? Elephants. Which organ in the body is connected directly to the brain? Sensory organs like the eyes. Feet. <laughs> no. How much energy and oxygen does the human brain use? About 20%. How many electric impulses can a single brain cell fire off per second? Up to 1,000. What is the name of the supervillain in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles who is a brain without a body? I have no idea. How many pain receptors does the brain have? Zero. Does the brain process information in white matter or gray matter? Gray matter. What's it matter? (laughs) Fact or fib, Albert Einstein's brain was smaller than the average brain. Fact. How many neurons are in the brain? About 86 billion. And that is time. That is the time. Interesting, fascinating, excellent. Well done. All right, Lisa, would you kindly reset the timer? Uh, You know what? I will. Thank you so much. Done. Oh, then we're ready to go. Mikayla, You can now ask Davina your shorts on fire questions now. Which lobe in the brain do we use for hearing, making memories, and understanding jokes? The temporal lobe. Who has more brain cells, babies or adults? They're approximately the same. At what age is the brain completely fully formed? At about 25 years old. Name the only animal that does not have a brain. The jellyfish. Fact or fib, the bigger your brain, the smarter you are. That's a fib. Which character in The Wizard of Oz wishes he had a brain? The scarecrow. In what part of the brain are new memories stored? The hippocampus. What are the chemicals that brain cells use to talk to each other? The basal ganglia. How much does the human brain weigh? Three pounds. Which side of the brain is more visual and processes pictures? The right side of the brain. How much of the brain is made of fat? 60%. And that is time. That's all the time. And maybe creepy people should stop weighing brains. (laughs) That's true. I agree with you on that one. Stop weighing everyone's (laughs) brain all the time. Find something. Get a new hobby. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well done, Mikayla. All right. It's decision time. Cortisol in session, and Mikayla must make her judgment. Mikayla, who do you think is our big brain fibber? I think that it may be Daniel Toker. 
Why do you think Daniel Toker is our big brain fibber? Mm, not exactly sure, but I think that Davina gave better answers than mm. Daniel, and mm -hmm. he kind of hesitated a bit. Mm, okay, okay, let's see, let's see. Will the actual big brain expert say I am the big brain expert? I am the big brain expert. Oh, yes. Dr. Daniel Toker <laughs> is a neuroscientist at UCLA who studies what happens in our brain whenever we lose consciousness, whether that's from anesthesia or if we're in a coma. Wow, super cool. I want to learn more about that. But first, let's do some fact checking so we can get to the bottom of this decision and what was right and what was wrong and all the things in between. So, Daniel, how did Davina try to induce brain fog with her lies? So everything Davina said in the first round of questions was correct. Hmm, okay. The only fibs were in the shorts on fire round, and there were several. Okay. Davina said that we use our temporal lobes for hearing, making memories, and understanding jokes. Mm -hmm. And while the temporal lobe is especially involved in memories, many other parts of the brain are involved in hearing and understanding jokes. Oh, okay. She also said that babies and adults have roughly the same number of neurons. This is not true. Oh. Babies, in fact, have more neurons than adults, and they lose neurons as their brain learns. Wow, interesting. Okay. She also said that jellyfish do not have a brain. Well, it's partially true. So jellyfish have what we call a neural net or a loose network of neurons, but they still do have a nervous system. Mm. The only animal with nothing resembling a brain is the sponge. The sponge. Cool. Okay. Davina also said that the chemical that brain cells use to talk to each other are the basal ganglia, but the basal ganglia are actually a part of the brain largely involved in motion and are not a chemical at all. The chemicals that brain cells use to communicate are called neurotransmitters. Aha, okay. Thank you for clarifying all of those. Davino, is there anything last? Can you thalamus about the lies you told? <laughs> well, he can clarify this for me. The one also that I partially made up is when I was talking about the wrinkles of the brain. Oh, right. Uh, about the surface area of the brain that it gives you more space for memories. But I believe that it's actually more space for brain function. But he probably could tell you that. Yes, tell us that. Yeah, well, if I remember correctly, you said that the wrinkles allow for more information processing, and that was completely true. Hmm. The size of our brain is partially limited by the size of our skull, and Davina was completely correct that one way evolution has gotten around this is by wrinkling up the brain so that we have more surface area. But we're not the only animals that have this. A dolphin brain, for example, is extremely wrinkled because they also need a lot of surface area for all the stuff they've got going on in their heads. That's why they call them wrinklefish. They don't call them that. I call them that. Also, dolphins are not fish. They're mammals. Yeah, well, listen, that's the least of my problems. <laughs> Fair. Okay, but it is true that a bigger brain does not mean a smarter person. Is that correct, Daniel? That is completely correct. And so it's irrelevant that Albert Einstein's brain was smaller than the average brain. Completely irrelevant. Usually a bigger brain just means a bigger body. What about a wrinklier brain? Does that matter? It might. <laughs> we don't know. There's probably not a whole lot of variation across humans mm. in terms of how wrinkly our brains are. 
Oh, okay. And just for fun, the name of the supervillain in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, who is a brain without a body, is Krang. Yes. <laughs> Listeners, it's time to brainwave goodbye. Thanks to our contestant, Michaela, our neurotransmitter of truth. And thank you to our expert and liar, Daniel and Davina. And thanks to Lisa, our machine learning maestro. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we strike an axon lies and truth is the core text of our messaging. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. It's a website. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on the Big Fib, or you can send questions, yes, for me to answer on the show, and follow us on social media at the Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. Uh, you can do other stuff, too. Those aren't the only options. You can do lots of different You could go for a walk. You could pet a squirrel. Uh, you could hang glide. You know, you could do lots of different things, but uh, I'm going to say those are just some of the options. Okay, bye. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.